BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. It's time for more Page 7 and Wizard and the Bruiser present Release the Butthole Cut Tour coming to you in September and October. Where are we heading in September, Jackie? We're going on September 12th. We're going to Nashville. We're going on September 13th to Atlanta, Georgia. And then we're going back to my hometown September 14th of Tampa, Florida. In October, October 3rd, we're going to be in Detroit, Michigan. October 4th, we're going to be in Columbus. And October 5th, we're going to be in Pittsburgh. Page 7 and Wizard the Bruiser present Release Release the Butthole Cut Tour. You can find tickets at lastpodcastnetwork.com, baby. Yeah, so I got down up and said, come get me. Yeah, yeah, so I got up. I forgot I to tell me. I can't believe you actually tried to do an Usher yeah, song, bro. Yeah, yeah, well, my girl, you're the best of homies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, why are you Next doing the second do, yeah, that all way. about me screaming. Yeah, yeah, what is Because it's from far. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm trying to make it like seem like it's coming out of everywhere. Uh, like, I am surrounding you with yeah. With the yeah. yeah I mean, I what am I gonna sing? Like, DJ God has fallen in love again. <laughs> I it's just... just a snooze fest. I am I'm starting it out. Hot take. Welcome to page seven. I don't think I'm that huge of an Usher fan. No. <laughs> Welcome to page seven. I he's gonna be the Super he's Bowl doing the Super guy. Bowl. And I just couldn't like get you know what? I the fact that he does yell. Yeah, you know that he has worked with the the oh my god or the DJ God's fallen in love <laughs> he does with Pitbull. Give me more Pitbull. You know I'm weirdly will take more Pitbull. He is on a lot of this. We can say this about him. He's on a lot of great collaborations with other great artists. <laughs> yes, and yes. he's got the Riz, and he can dance. He does. Okay? Yes, he can dance. That's yes. true, and he does oh, yeah. have some Riz. No, it's going to be a great show. Yeah, I just think the music like, is kind of boring. I, that's the problem. I, this is where I stand with it, and maybe I'm just so worried people would be like, "Fuck you, ushers the fuck." You know what I mean? So I'm old, worried about that. Two backlash. things: we are old, old and out of touch. But we should know because we've been around in the in the heyday of Usher. Yes, we were in the before the fall of the House of Usher. That's right. I had to do it. <laughs> Right? We are you're right. We are generationally. We were young when Usher yeah. was popular, and I cannot name you. You just sang that song. I don't. I still don't know it. Maybe that's just you the way Jackie know, did it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And this is that you can't sing Usher songs. Do I know the word? Yeah, twice. <laughs> yeah, I know the word. Yeah, twice. If you don't know that song, yeah, you're not yeah. a millennial. You know it. That's what I. Also, how about? 
I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. Is that doing anything for you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, again, again, I think it's I'm, I think it's on them, listeners, not on me knowing the songs or like if I heard these songs, I'd probably, but I think you guys are just doing a dog okay. shit job. How about this? No, they're collabs for multiple people singing at once. You're coming in with a bad attitude today, McNeely. <laughs> the, the part now I'm gonna put you out with the trash. I'm just saying, I'm done. No, I'm trying to absorb put him the out listener. with the trash. The other I'm part trying. of, yeah, yeah, hold it. How, how does, does this do anything for you? Boop, 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 boop. Let me just listen to the songs as, after this. You're going to be like, like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, because again, do I know robot sounding noises? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah, know yeah. I just sounds. want you to listen to it so that you realize how right we are. Okay, yes. And everybody who is a millennial knows this, knows this song. Jackie's correct. And she did, a, sure. she did a great yeah. job of singing it. Thank you. And I, I did a great job of singing like, oh, my God. Yes. Okay, I'm listening to it right now. And you were perfectly right with the oh. boop, 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 boop. Boom, boom, Yes. yes. Uh, He's no, we were so right. He's and smiling. you were so wrong. He's dancing. Yes. If you were ever at a party in the 2010s, you know this song. You know this song. If you've ever been yes, to a party. Yes, And then like she's ready to go. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lil John. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's really a Lil John song. It's not. Right. Also, that's it was a Lil John song, That's the problem. Honestly. I would have said Lil John or even Ludacris. Oh, Ludacris, huh? Now that's Luda. a guy. That's a guy. Hopefully he'll, he'll be, well, at least we'll get Ludacris at the halftime Super Bowl, right? Probably, right? Yeah. Which is uh, yeah, which is awesome. <laughs> that would be because if it's I a- fucking love Ludacris. Bro. That's the thing. This is what Usher brings. Yeah. Usher's gonna bring a bunch of amazing, a bunch of cameos. amazing collaborators. You're, you know what? You're right. I'm changing my tune. Right. It might You're actually right. be right. really fun because he does have a lot of like really nostalgic, uh, like collabs. hits over the last 15 years. Great collabs, and he d- he can dance his fucking ass off. So. Have I just? And he wears those little hats. He wears the little hats, and um, he's, he's. I feel like sometimes they're big hats. Don't get me wrong. I, I've seen him wearing a big hat I too. I feel like the clip of Aretha Franklin describing all of the different women singers, and when she's asked about Taylor Swift, she just goes, "Beautiful gowns," which I think about <laughs> very frequently. I feel like I'm like he's beautiful, got great hats, gowns. great hats, yeah, dude, great outfits, and we do have. DJ got us fallen in love featuring Pitbull. So I would love a Pitbull halftime. Yeah, Pitbull showing up. That's what I was saying. Yeah. That's Maybe great. Pitbull will show up. Yeah. I think Pitbull will show up because that's the thing. If you had said Pitbull was doing the halftime show, I would actually be thrilled. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, no complaints personally. about that. Yeah. And Ludacris. I, if you told me Ludacris was doing the halftime show, I'd be like, fuck. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's just fun. Yeah. They're just fun to watch. And Usher, uh, at the same time, is the one good thing about the fall of the house of Usher is that he dan- he can dance his fucking dick off. Yeah. And even even do this dance, he does like the Michael Jackson thing where he leans really far forward, but he he lands on his hard dick, so he's just holding himself <laughs> up on his dick. I mean. And it's awesome. It's called the kickstand. Yeah. yeah the kickstand. I love watching it's it happen. It's so good when he does the kickstand. It's amazing. Well, it's it'll so be good. Good. He's held up like a bicycle. <laughs> Dude, I'm sorry. Bro, I got fucking dick on the mind. We just did the Murder Fist reunion shows here in LA, and I was just blown away by how darkly horny we were in our twin. I mean, Man. every sketch is just cock so and much dick. There's and- so much jerking off in it. <laughs> and and for those of you that don't know, Holden and I were in a sketch group called Murder Fist, along with Henry and Eddie, and and we just had our twentieth 
anniversary, which really um, hurts the bones. Think about (laughs) the amount we all talked about our acid problems over the weekend, and I don't mean tabs. Yes, Um, the just having like a big stuff, a big bottle of Tums. There was like all the liquor bottles on the counter, and then a big bottle of Tums right next to it, and it's just real sad that how much we're just like oh I'd have another drink but oh my ass my indigestion is just <laughs> oh my god bad. my how different it is now it used to be we do the show we did late shows like like the old days we used to do a monthly 11 p.m. show and this time around it was like me getting done looking at the watch immediately calling an uber because I have to wake up at seven in the morning and take care of a kid and I just felt so that's what made me feel fun it must make you feel I didn't old get because to party. we still party till four o'clock yeah, in the morning I, yeah exactly I didn't get to do I had to yeah I was just like well See you later. You know what I mean? Gotta go be your dad. Which is is great because if you got in a time traveling machine, went to an 11 o'clock murder fish show in the year 2010 and said, which one on the stage is going to be the one leaving to take (laughs) care of his kid? I don't think, I think that Holden might have the lowest amount of votes. Right. Yes. A (laughs) hundred percent. It's so funny. Yeah. So funny. They didn't but... trust your swimmers, you know? Totally. They were like, there's no way his swimmers are fast They're not enough. surviving. And by the, yeah. by, the way, no. by the way, I don't know how this happened, but the first two rows of the first night were pretty much entirely taken up by a group of 18-year-olds who was their bir- one of their birthday party or something. So we were originally told that the front row was filled with 18-year-olds <laughs> that were there for a birthday party. Their parents were also there, oh my but God. not sitting with them. And they specifically called ahead and said they want to sit in the front row. But here's the thing. They didn't know anything about Murder Fist right. or who Murder Fist what? was. So at first, we thought it was a bunch of 18-year-old girls and Henry's like, I can't do this. <laughs> I can't have, like, we just, there's so much jerking off and and there's a sketch where Henry comes out just holding his dick and balls because he's just naked. Just completely naked, yeah, naked, covering, but covering he's like, I'm not doing that in front of 18-year-old girls. We're going to cut the sketch. And then we looked out and we saw they were all broccoli-headed yeah. mother they were totally a couple broccoli, broccoli hair. Heads. But then I will say, and everybody was like, oh man, they were totally alienated. They were totally like not into it. But I have to say, I was out there for our squirter sketch <laughs> where I hosed down Ed hey, and I Henry with the. Yeah. And, and I keep on coming. And I shoot the concept of pussy juice at Ed and Henry um, <laughs> uh, while a pornography is taking place off stage. And they were. Like you do. Yep. Many of them. Were dying. Laughing. Oh, I'm sure. Many of them were having a great I feel time. Like so I'm I, old enough to feel like an 18 year old isn't old enough to see a murder fist show, but I guess they are. That's the thing. Yeah. But also, yeah. let's go back to this being the 20th anniversary. We've been doing that those sketches since before they were wow. born. Yeah, some of them from before they were born. Wow. Isn't that hurtful? That is. That does. Yeah. That is hurtful. <laughs> yeah, it hurts. It really, it really. It hurts because your body's already hurting just from the aging process, and then it's, there's an additional emotional pain. Did did you feel younger though? I feel like yes. you maybe may have like seeped out some of. I their was about youth. to say it, but you know what? We still got it. Yeah, and that felt amazing. I yeah. feel like not to toot our own horn too much, but we crushed. I'm sure and, and in front of an audience, a sold out house of 200 people. And I, yes, many of them were already like thrilled to be there. It wasn't like we had to win them over like, you know, in the old days doing it, you know, and whatever, any random comedy show, but still. I was just excited because my husband saw Murder Fist for the first yeah. time. And he, and he still stays with you. Thoughts? 
Yeah, thoughts? Loved it. We yeah. talked about sketch for so long it's after great. the first night. Like we just sat and like talked about just like our ideas, how we did it, like what and like yeah. he's so in awe, which I think is really cool that he's like, Man, you guys like did it for the love of the that game. Tr- oh, truly. Yeah. And I'm like, honestly, we truly did. Like, never there was to no other sketch group in New York City that seemed to <laughs> love it as much as you guys did. There and this was a time and that really? was rich with fantastic sketch groups in New York City. It was a it was a yeah. the landscape was Fertile. There was a bunch of amazing people out there, but Murder Fist just was a special thing. There was nobody else like you guys. Yeah, it was the art form. It was it was uh, it was important to us. We had integrity, which layers to say because there's so many cocks <laughs> and you know blood and whatever. But but it really there was integrity to it for us. We we looked down on people who just did the same show over and over again. Let's say. Well, we or, even did two different shows both nights, and yeah. we only had three days to prepare. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Exactly. We had we had totally different sketches in in uh, the second night from the first uh, a little. Yeah. Bit. It was like a relentless yeah, it, experience. Yeah. Like you guys always had new sketches. You were always rehearsing. You never knew what you were going to see. Like if you were going to see Murder Fist, you didn't know that you were going to see the same sketch. It was always different. It really. And I. I. It was so not my style of comedy, especially at the time. And I just fucking loved you guys. I was just like, man, I could watch them do whatever. And it was, you guys just really. Well, I feel like some of it was offensive to you. Like when we did that Occupy Balls Street <laughs> sketch, and you started sucking on balls, go like, idiots are on Wall Street, right? You know what I mean? And all that kind of, it was kind of balls directly Street, commenting yeah. on your experiences in New York, which is kind of mean. Um, we had that whole character that was like a clown version of you come out and we'd beat them with, <laughs> with plastic baseball pads. No, man. It was because you always knew you were just going to have a good time if you showed up to a murder fish right. show. Like, well, and that's the thing. We're like aggressive and there's there's some anger there and there's some violence and stuff. But like we were still there to give you a party and like give you a really good time. You know what I mean? And that was also a big focus. I think that people don't think about a lot when it comes to putting on a comedy show. You know what I mean? Is like like you're there to give everybody a, the, a really fun time. You know, it's not about you. It's about them. You know, Well, and, and the I, way that I got to know you guys was because my brother ran a weekly show at a, a record store called Sound Fix in Williamsburg in 2008. Yes. And it, booking a weekly show, also the show had an open bar from seven to eight. And so he found yes. that booking a weekly stand-up show was very, the open bar helped bring in a big crowd. But before the open bar started, he was like, sometimes it is hard to bring in a big crowd for a weekly show. And he was like, if I book Murder Fist, the crowd is already there. And so he loved booking <laughs> yeah. you guys because you brought the party to the show and every show felt like a party because you guys were in the audience. And that was how I got to know Henry. Yeah. And Henry was like, oh, you're John's sister? Like, I have a sister too who does comedy. And at the time, Jackie wasn't even out there yet. She was still in college. And so like, that was how Henry and I bonded. There you go. And just a sweet babe. <laughs> sweet and now here we, we are. Were. Here we are. But you know what I love more than comedy and Uh-oh. sketch and all that stuff? Is it I love? love. He loves love. And no, when Holden started our day and he said this to me and I was like, oh, like, are you and Lexi like going on like a date or something? And he meant Taylor Swift. No, I didn't. I know, listeners. He loves Taylor get Swift's your, love. Get your cranky pants on because uh, <laughs> Taylor the- Swift is once again dominating the headlines. But guys, the I memes, mean- I know you guys, I know a lot of you guys do not like us talking about her. I know you don't like her, but the memes. Oh my God. Her being at the football She's game. Everywhere. The amount of high school musical memes of of the Travis yes. Kelsey 
And Taylor Love, the amount of memes of her walking into a foot, like walking into a football game, twirling I mean, and okay, spinning. Do, it's just hilarious. Do you want to know why? The, I'll tell you why this is fun for Swifties. Okay, at least try to explain it. I mean, I'm sure. By the we'll way, just so everyone knows, it, it, apparently Taylor Swift is dating Travis Kelsey, who is like the big footballman. From oh my last God, year. you didn't which, know? Which we you mentioned last week. Right you can now? continue. What are you we about? mentioned last week on the show, but she went to the football game and sat with his mom. She sat with his mom. And then he the scored the touchdown at the end of the game, and she screamed, "Let's fucking go!" And she's freaking out in the booth. Yeah, she seems to be having a nice time. Oh. You know, she deserves a night off. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Okay, so this is why it's fun. Her last dude, Joe Alwyn, was this stuffy Britishman who was very private and never like wanting to like flaunt his lady or like be even be like outwardly like I'm into her, right? Or even, you know what I mean? He didn't do interviews. And it was kind of good for her because it was her reputation era where she turtled up because of the drama from the Kanye Kim. And she became the snake queen and all that stuff, right? Then quarantine happened again. Great for Joe, right? Is they're hiding and she's making secret albums and they're in their little <laughs> forest land. But then when the world opened back up, it was kind of annoying that he was like never wanting to like show any PDA or show any affection at all or say anything sweet about her. And then this guy, she breaks up with him. And then this guy's like, I'm her, I'm a huge fan. Went to see her show, was like, talked to interview, was like, I just wanted to give her a friendship bracelet with my number on it. And I'm bummed I couldn't talk to her. But I guess, you know, because she's doing 44 shows, she can't really talk to people before or after to save her voice. And he understands. But I just love that he said, I told her, you know, I've seen you rock the stage in Arrowhead Stadium. You might have to come see me come see me rock the stage in Arrowhead and see which one's a little more lit. Right? Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like this, there's this showmanship and he's very outwardly like there's a previous interview where it's like who's your celebrity crush? He's like Taylor Swift. Aww, that's like he's very cute. he has had a crush on her for a wow. long, for a long time. time. He loves her music. He's very big about her. That's really and cute. Showy. I think it's in cute. In this way that like she it's didn't really get with cute. Joe and everybody's ready for her to get away from from the ye old Britain when it comes to men <laughs> and get with a big muscular hooting tooting American. What man. really everyone is ready for is her to get away from men entirely, Holden. But that's okay. We yes. we will if it's as Gaylers. This is what how we stand. Yes. You know, yes. but it's funny. I'm seeing a lot of so after the game, he rented out like an entire restaurant for her and the team to like have an after party at, and even that, like people were tweeting like, wow. For the first time, someone who's, like, dating Taylor Swift, like, understands that they're dating Taylor <laughs> Swift. 
You know well, what I mean? Well, it's also what's really cool is I saw a couple of articles that was like, Taylor Swift makes people in a restaurant leave the restaurant. What they did was, which I actually think is very classy, you know, classy for a celebrity to do because they did not have to do this. They straight up went in and were like, we're paying for everybody's meal in here. Finish up as fast as you can. Get out so that we can have the entire restaurant. But they paid for everybody's meal who was in the restaurant for them to leave. And, like, they were at least, like, able to, like, take stuff with them It's is what it seems. Yeah. Also, Beyonce is a queen. <laughs> Just establishing that. How about the fact everyone. that they that she did caviar bumps with <laughs> Sophie Turner? We talked about that. Well, yeah. here's the thing. Now, I don't know if this is going to be your, I hope it's not your conspiracy theory, Holden, because I've been seeing a lot of conspiracy theories that are talking about, so we all know of the night that Taylor Swift went out with Sophie Turner. Everyone was just like, yes, queens, go out, live it. Queens. And they had this like, they yeah. had this Bitch night about out. your ex. Because of course I had forgotten they both dated, I forgot that Taylor Swift is also yes. an ex of Joe Jonas. Dated Joe Jonas. Oh, yes. Well also, so, this is coming on the heels of Joe Jonas seemingly kind of throwing Sophie Turner under the hugely. bus. Yes. Yes. With the with the PR stuff. I mean, at, at least that's what one assumes based on like what they're trying to report in the news. And you're like, that's your team doing that. And then also it comes again on the heels of, well, I guess I think the day after that, the news came out that she was uh, suing Joe Jonas because he was apparently withholding, allegedly withholding his kids' passports so that they couldn't return to, to the England, with which her. was the original plan, apparently. Um, but apparently that has been resolved. They have decided, they have now agreed to keep the kids in New York City, but that's yucky. Yeah, very yeah, yucky. Yeah, it's, re- it's getting really yucky. So there is a conspiracy out there that in this night of them hanging out, Tay-Tay was like, hey, bae, how about I push this dating thing, like, in front of you so that I can, like, hide you a little bit with right. what's going on and maybe take some of the heat off of you guys. So nice. that's what the conspiracy is, is that all of this Travis Kelsey stuff is actually her trying to help out her friend. And she literally was like, yo, Trav, do you want to, like, have this big publicity media circus with me? And so he was like, okay. <laughs> and that they're just doing this whole thing as a ploy. But maybe they, like, maybe it is a ploy. Maybe this conspiracy is real, right? And there is a ploy. And then they fall in love anyway and then we get it as a Hallmark movie. <laughs> well, can we talk because I feel like you have a better read now too Jackie because of this uh, reality show which we're going to talk about but what do you how do you feel about Travis? <laughs> I mean I think I think me loves. Yeah. He does seem very loves. charming. Yeah let's talk about this reality show that he did in 2016. Well, because, well Especially because I don't know if you saw like the little uh, video of him and the other footballist mm-hmm. looking up at yes. Taylor and his friend did the like like a sarcastic like hey Taylor like yeah. up at her in the box which was really really cute. also the, oh, was, the, I, the, the the football reaction the football player reactions to seeing her did you see the montage of each like football player oh looking God. up and seeing her and being like oh shit like oh, oh shit. shit Taylor Swift is here <laughs> I just think that is so cute like that all the Football totally. players were like, oh my God, it's Taylor Swift. 
And by the way, just to give their, them their due who's listening to this and screaming about this in their car, other people like hate it, right? <laughs> they like don't, they hate him and they like hate it. Why is like, he oh is he he's not a bad man though? No, he's like that's the thing, he's pretty good, but people don't like the the Kansas City Chiefs and we oh, do they have don't to like also acknowledge that games. they should change their name probably. Yeah, at some that's, point. that's that's that's, um, that's fair. That's <laughs> well that's correct. not on that's, <laughs> that's not, not on Travis. Trav. No, that's, that's not, not on him. Trav. By the way, I'm calling him Trav now. <laughs> yeah, no, we're totally calling him Trav now. That's not on him. I love the big strong football man. Don't you just want to be picked up by a big, strong football man? You know what I mean? In the night? Would you like that? That's why I want to watch Catching Kelsey, which is the uh, tight ends <laughs> reality <laughs> dating show that was on E! like six years ago, in 2016. Jackie's and, lust is palpable right now, no, by the way. I didn't, I didn't I at first I didn't catch it, and just now she's making this crazy, like her, she's got it's this just lust the smile. I just look like Jack Nicholson, no, okay? You have a lust, but you need to get Botox on your, uh, on your smile. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> she has a Cheshire cat's maybe grin. She just did. disappeared, and all I saw were the teeth. Maybe That's where she's at right now. But here's the thing. I I want to watch the re I want to watch the dating show, but like he's nowhere near as like thick as he is mm. now, and mm. I like him better now because he, yeah. he's throwing thick. that. Well, we all like the thicker because because dare I say Maddie and Joe they were like spindly Britishmen, so this is like a fun reaction to that big hoot. This is the first I think of all the dudes that she's dated that I'm like, get it, <laughs> yeah, yeah, bitch. Get it, get it. It's interesting because your well, type Miley is mountain some- man, but football man yeah. and mountain football man could be born out of a mountain man. You know, like totally, yes, you could. And this is the first like brawny dude. I mean, that's why because every guy like she usually dates is like kind of a quiet boy. Sat like they're a musician or a actor or and they're always like spindly and like you know they wear droopy clothing when he's they six go out foot five. to the party. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I know that's and he dwarfs <laughs> both of your responses. Yeah. 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 He, dwar- <laughs> he dwarfs her for the first time, which is the first dude to ever do that. Like when she was walking with him leaving the game together. <laughs> oh my god, did you see the getaway car? Oh my god, the, the getaway car! And that's the cool thing, he flaunts and he's like, get in my convertible, we're gonna ride We're gonna or ride die, into the bitch. sunset. And I love that, as opposed to before, it was like, let's run and scamper into the limo. Like, if you ever watch her, like, leave someplace with uh, Joe, he's like, running ahead of her, dashing into the limo, like, trying to get away from everything, and Travis is like... Fuck it, we're fucking famous, bitch. Let's go. You know what I mean? Hop in this motherfucking convertible. Let's fucking ride, bro. I don't God care if it's it, a PR move. I don't care if she's doing. I it don't just... give a shit. In fact, I would love it even more if this was a PR move that they decided on together that they were doing to save Sophie Turner from a right. little bit. Of yeah, I, that makes me. I, and then in my head, I'm like, maybe it's because Tay is actually in love with Sophie Turner, and don't let me go down that game. I would consider now. that as yeah. well. That would also be nice. Oh, oh yes, we must consider it's, it. It would be nice. Salute you. All right, you, the Gaylers are getting delusional. I think the Gaylers are a delusion is starting to set in. I think. Oh. Little bit, no. Um, but I do. I just think it's fun, and uh, it is. It is. It is what it is. I. Uh, and he I, also looks like one. he's got Riz, according to his dating reality show, because it's like the little interview clips that I watch from it. It's like these awkward women, and he's just like a big dopey dog, yeah. boy, and uh, but like seems to have like. A, a ballist with a heart of gold, and I dare I say it's true. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's it's it is interesting that she is like such. She's obviously been a massive pop star for a very long time, but as we've talked about plenty of times, she's just 
dominating right now, dominating the the headlines, dominating with, you know, eras and whatever in the movie. And it's it is interesting to have her to see her kind of like almost it seemed like her being in the box and waving and stuff. She's not usually like, quote unquote, like flaunting it. Right. Like she's usually just like I am touring and I like she's not like a she. I work. I does, she doesn't yeah. do a ton of like. Um, look at me, look at me stuff. And it seems like that's what you were saying, holding with the Joe Alwyn stuff. It was like spirit myself away, you know, between shows yeah. and whatever. And so if you're annoyed by her, you're probably gonna be deeply annoyed by her being like, look at me, I'm dating oh, a football yeah. player. I'm in the box and I'm cheering. But I feel like if oh, if you yeah. find her, you know, even remotely charming, it's like, yeah, you are like having a great, you are at the top of your game, as Holden would say, Um and like, why not just be like, yeah, man, I'm dating a football player and it's football season. I'm going to be a big attention seeking. Uh, Kansas about City it. is the the team is thrilled. Sure. Like the, the, you know, promotional people. Also, uh, Travis Kelsey jerseys uh, sales have gone up 400 percent since she was attended that game. And it's just hilarious because now all the Swifties are trying to learn football. Well, isn't it that way? That's why she can't be. She would obviously be the most in terms of who's like very, very hot right now. She would be the most logical uh, Super Bowl halftime person but she like can't she said no she said no because she knows that her people are so insane it would like shut down the football game you know like there would be too much uh, yeah and she's literally too big for it which is hilarious because it's the fucking super bowl (laughs) halftime show i want to save our listeners a little bit the new chapel roan album is incredible uh so is the the new olivia rodrigo album oh sour i gotta get to the record store i gotta get that the new color ray jepson and chapel roan on vinyl we can stop talking about taylor and we can start talking about how um carl uh, about how how olivia rodrigo hates uh is scared of birds yeah she's scared of birds and also i got waitlisted for her fucking live show yet again do you want the ultimate Holden McNeely paid seven experience at the Olivia Rodrigo show in oh, LA. I'm sorry, Holden. With the, breed, with the breeders opening. Um, oh, you were myself. so on top of that. Beside. It was you were so excited as you were like as soon as you found out that the presale was going to yeah, start. New, new game plan for me. If a concert like that is happening and there's like a presale sign up, I literally have to call Jackie and Walter and everybody else who lives in LA who would be interested in attending that concert and ask all of them to sign up for the pre-sale because that's where we're at. I can't just get tickets and surprise my friends. I've got to uh, get everybody implicated and my brother to just, you know, for the hell of it. So I also anyway. did want to discuss caviar bumps because I yeah. feel like that <laughs> yeah. is just That's so not something I would be into. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is, by the way, for those of you that are um, wondering what a caviar bump is, it is fancy caviar that is licked off the back of your hand. Yeah. And they are $20 a pop um, where T-Sway and Sophie Turner were hanging out. And um, that's just... Uh, I don't want little tiny. I don't like the little balls. I don't like little balls. I like the little balls, but I don't want to lick them off my hand. Well, it's just no. a very funny simulation of like cocaine nightclub restaurant culture in New York. You know what I mean? That's the funny thing for me. But it's it makes me think about this is the problem. It sounds appetizing to me to eat caviar. It does not sound appetizing to inhale it through my nose, you know? And so calling it a bump, if anything, they should call it like a caviar tequila shot or something because it's much more like licking salt off your hand than it is like fucking huffing cocaine into your nose. Yes, it is. And by the way, 
if you're going to do a caviar bump, please remember to bring fentanyl strips, okay? You've got <laughs> to your, test, test the caviar your bump. Test your caviar. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. It's funny. It's it's definitely one of those things that like, so yeah, I love that Tay and Sophie were both doing them as well because it's like weirdly like high-end fancy and trashy at the same time. And oh, I love yeah. that mix. You know, I... Uh, I yeah. absolutely love it. My there was a restaurant in Bedsty for a while called Do or Dine that was like exactly zeroed in with an amazing chef, um, uh, Justin. You'll see him on the Food Network. All he was a Food Network star winner, and and his restaurant was called Do or Dine, and he like zeroed in on like what can I do the fanciest and also the trashiest. So like one time he had this huge like Taco Bell. Uh, Christmas feast, but he did picklebacks there. But it was like picklebacks; they were in, they were like gushers, and so it, it was like this fancy membrane where you would do the membrane Ooh. of whiskey and and then the membrane of pickle juice, and it was like so fun to be like, what can we? What are like? It's like Willy Wonka. Yes, like what are like the? But not Timothy's. <laughs> yes, right. Exactly. It's like Willy Wonka. Like the dot. Like what's a dive bar favorite that we can turn into like fine dining? Yeah, it's such a cool Fun. idea. I love that shit. Yeah, yes. I love that shit. Yeah, that shit's great. I love that shit. Yo, totally impromptu segue, but I gotta call it out in the middle of the show because we need you at these live shows next week. We are back of the road for our final road stretch for a minute now, okay? So we don't know when we're going back on the road. Probably not until next year, uh, aside from the San Diego show. So come catch us. Royal Oak, Michigan, just outside of Detroit, the Comedy Castle, October 3rd. October 4th, we're going to be Columbus, Ohio. October 5th, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Natalie will be at the show. It'll be awesome. We're going to rock and roll our brains off. And we're going to party pretty hard this time so if you want to see us drunk on stage <laughs> this is the week to see it lastpodcastnetwork.com okay? get your tickets yeah we're gonna be fumbling and bombing and this is the week <laughs> yeah i'm just We've kidding it's gonna be an amazing too drunk show to do the show before but maybe this is the time <laughs> this might be maybe time. this is the time mj questionably in chicago listen i felt bad afterwards but i did fine it was just my own mental mental self-evaluation i was like i could have had one fewer drink you were completely fine <laughs> but i will say this uh, especially after this last run, I, I, this show is so the opposite of what I was just joking about. It is so tight yeah. and so much fun, and I love doing it, and I'm really excited to do it one last time this year. Yeah, uh, it's least. a really fun uh, show, and I really, when yeah. we 
thought was going to be our last show in Austin in January, and we didn't know if we were going to get more dates. I remember being up on stage with you guys and being like, I don't want to stop doing this. And so is this going to be a little bit bittersweet to know that these are our last three you know, dates for now? Absolutely. I know. Absolutely. Last podcast network. Dot com. That is next week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Michigan, Columbus, Ohio, and Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, the October 3rd, 4th, and the 5th. Back to you guys. <laughs> Back to me. Hi. <laughs> yeah, you're still here. He's not going anywhere. I'm the problem. I'm the problem. Um, just dreaming about membranes over here. Oh the second God, MJ said membrane. membranes. Oh, I love to suck out membranes. Yes. Love a good membrane. Yeah. Um, no, I don't. It just makes me think of the lamb brains that Henry and I were recently talking about on Good Pud that we <laughs> ate that were uh, that were just crispy on the outside. Then you see, like talk oh. about a gusher, and oh. then you go to eat it and just oh. kind of shot into the back. Wait, you ate that live on stream? Um, no, we ate that at a very fancy meal. Oh, okay. Um, that Henry and it was regrettable. Made me eat weird meats for his. Yeah, birthday. Henry loves his weird meats. Man. No, it wasn't. It was disgusting. I need to. But I did it. You know, sometimes you got to do something. I'm for so glad family. you and Henry are doing good pud. And also, I hope to never yeah. hear about another pudding from you two again. Well, you scared, I'm scared of pud thai. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to know about pud the thai. burger pudding. Was great. I'm sure pud thai is fine too. No, the thing with pud thai <laughs> okay. is that there was a lot of uncooked fish sauce in it. <laughs> oh. So if you know fish sauce, it is like Ew. I'm down Love with it. some fish sauce. Right. But like it was like you put it in your mouth and it tasted like pad thai, but like your brain knew like your mouth knew what was wrong right and so it really was um the burps <laughs> were really really rough good put on the last podcast network stream yeah uh, twitch stream last podcast network on Savory twitch and puddings yes. we got them in lock and we got tears of a clown this week and jackie's joining me for that so wednesday at 9 p.m et join us on the last podcast it network will have twitch already stream. happened by the time this episode comes out <laughs> but you go check it out over, uh, um, watch the vod on lpn's uh, vod watch the vod yes but olivia rodrigo is scared of birds yeah and she's got a great new album this sophomore album is unbelievable I'm really really digging it but um, I also really understand and agree with her about birds I'm very really see think of the um, the man in the swamps outside in the Everglades when I was on a gator boat and he told us that he had stayed up all night long because he and his son went out and they had to go anaconda hunting because they had to get rid of the anacondas that were out there because they kept um, swallowing the gators. Mm. So they were chasing after the anacondas all night long. And what he told us is that people are always scared of the gators. They're scared of the gators, but what you gotta be scared of are the birds because they've got <laughs> knives strapped to their faces and that knife can go right through your neck and he's saying this as we're like going past a big like blue heron that does look like it has a knife strapped to its face you know what yeah and so he said people really sleep on the herons and you should really be scared of the herons are herons murdering men he had a friend that got killed by a heron because really beak went through his neck i want to back this up (laughs) i want to back this up because i just saw a recent post uh about the australian magpie which they say you know if you go to australia you think you need to be scared of the spiders and the snakes nay nay the australian magpie the medium-sized corvid related to crows chasing ravens they will hunt you down peck and claw at your head neck and face and people have died and they're the real menace of australia and they're the real yeah 
It's a big problem, apparently. They're fucking asshole birds. They really are jerks. They're dinosaurs, you guys. Olivia Rodrigo was right. They are dinosaurs. dinosaurs. And I had never thought of it that they don't, you know, that they don't have anything like a, she said she's scared of them because none of their body parts are even remotely similar to humans. And I was like, Olivia Rodrigo, what about lizards? And then I was like, oh my God, she's right. Lizards have arms and legs. I have it right here though. Apparently also she dated a bird in high school and the bird was mean (laughs) to her when they broke up. I get it. I get it. Yeah, so apparently. She started dating somebody else like two weeks later. It was a goal. It was a goal. And it was a mean goal. And the goal talked bad about her to her friends. And that caused a lot of problems for her. Oh, and some days he was nice to her and some days not. Right. Very hot and cold. Yeah, yeah. Um, Speaking of birds, this is a great segue into the most uh, appropriate article I've ever sent in a page seven link page. And that is, scientists say that new AI can translate what chickens are saying. (laughs) Uh, and, And the amount of cluck puns in this article is Are a lot. Pretty, it's a lot. Made and me feel like I was reading about uh, you know, the, the fucking KFC gibbets again because there was a lot of Oh, MJ, I forgot to tell you Jeff got me Taco Bell gibbets. Talk Do about they smell? trashy. No, they don't. They're just Taco Bell gibbets. It's for the well, best that they don't smell though. That's good. The subhead of this article about the scientists using AI to translate what chickens are saying is it's a clucking great leap for science. <laughs> Yeah, a lot and of then clucking. under that, it just says buck, 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 buck for no buck, reason. Okay, just say fuck. Can we just say fuck? Come on. I mean, it's like, does everything have to be YouTube these days? Just say the word fuck. We have to say No, clucking. but saying clucking is so funny in this context because it would be insane if this subhead of this article about chickens and science was, it's a fucking great leap for science, right? So it's, I think it's hilarious when people use clucking right. in articles about chickens because you're essentially invoking the word fuck in a way totally. never need to. No. Nobody needs to say fucking this much when you're talking about chickens, but we say clucking and I think do. that's great. Uh, I will also say, so this is saying that the AI, essentially they can find the emotional state of the animal and AI would like translate that. So it's not going to be like, oh, fucking Greg's giving me a hard time this morning or something like that. It's just more like, I'm a sad bird today. I need help and love. You but know what, what I mean? if it goes further than that and we can start talking to the chickens? I love that, man. Why are they doing it with chickens and not dogs and cats? The animals where everyone famously wants to know what they think. Right, right. I think you got to start somewhere. Yeah, you got to start somewhere. You got to start with the chickens. Because cats are going to like... Oh, they've got a lot to say. Like they're one way, but there's <laughs> secretly not. They're like going to be like, no, everything's fine. No, fuck cats, you. Everything's fine. Yeah, it, tur- it turns out cats are just saying fuck you yeah, all the time. All the yes. time. Completely. Yeah. And then dogs. Yeah, I know the emotional state of the fucking dog. That's loud and clear. I love you. I yeah. love you. I love you so much. I love you. Yeah. Oh or God. they get weirdly sad about their immortality, and that's fucking it. That's what it goes back and forth. You know what I mean? No, yeah. you're right. We don't need AI for that. We know what the cats we want. Know we know what the, the dogs want. want. Know I know what, what cats want. want. All right. <laughs> Jesus, God. Good I just Lord. want to know what the chickens have to say. And if that's wrong, I don't want to be right. All right. Then you're wrong. <laughs> no, come on. <laughs> Hallmark's coming out with all of these 42 original holiday movies this year. I love this article. Every year, there's always the article that it's like, Hallmark is putting out all of these insane new movies this year and how much they are trying to suck their own dick. Of like, do you see? We're inclusive now. 
Do you see? Yeah. Hallmark they are is trying. trying. Hard. Do you see? Oh, yeah. Big time. It, we see you, Hallmark. We see you trying. And of course, it's great. Representation is great. It's like they're responding to the whole you're very white and heteronormative thing. But it does remind me of like 90s inclusivity, like the way that 19, 1990s inclusivity yeah. was just like, here's a picture of a group of kids and one uses a wheelchair. Oh, and it's, it's like, very, it's like, like it's BK very kids. Burger King yes, kids. Yes, BK kids. Yeah, it's yes. BK kids <laughs> it, for sure. And it's not bad. It's just like not it's so you shouldn't you don't need to necessarily then take a victory lap around about right. how you've like solved ableism, I think is the problem when some, there's a little bit of self-congratulations going on. Oh, the self-congratulations is thick here. The PR is like, did you see? We have a visually impaired character played by a visually impaired actor. Do you see it? <laughs> like, and then well, they take he does it, but off. yes. They we do a big bow. And it's yes. called, by the way, the visually impaired one, the movie's called My Christmas Guide. Yeah. Ah, good. I mean, oh, good. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, they're just, it, they're, there's some same sex love stories. They've got some, oh my God, they've got ha 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 Hanukkah movies. They've got a ha ha Hanukkah. They, oh yeah, the explanation is rough too. Like in this like little, you know, uh, Yahoo promotion, it's like, it's just, the way that they're trying to like non-traditional families like LGBT people, you know, and <laughs> they don't know how to say it. Yeah. And it's like, it's all to suggest that it's like, it's just so awkward to be like, we're trying to get all of those weird niche markets like black people, you know, it's like, right. please, just like, oh, stop. Like, I mean, yeah, do it, but don't, but don't, just I don't do know. It. Like, you don't just need do the it. victory lap, yes. just do it. Right. And we're going right. to watch the, we're going to watch the Hallmark. I know not everyone is into Hallmark, but you know yes. that MJ and I are, and we always have it on like starting in at the end of, you know, right after Halloween, I've got it on in the background. I just have yeah, it random it and I look up on my and emotional like, state. Yes. If I begin November 1st or right after yeah. Thanksgiving, but yeah. yeah. And it's, was, of course, if you know me, I've just put on the torture scene from A Clockwork Orange on repeat. During the holiday season, that really gives yes. me a bliss. He's always for the trying to cut out the breasts of all my shirts, and I'm like, hold in, stop. I'm not I talking about that scene. I'm talking about the scene where he's forced to watch all the stuff with his eyes open. I'm talking about the rape scene, Jackie. Jesus Christ. I'm not talking about that one. I'm talking about the one where he's like, oh, God, please help me, please. And he's got his you eyes love, wired open. With I the, think that you would end up loving the holiday movies if you watch them like that. <laughs> I think that maybe you should give it a chance. I'll do that for you if you want. I'll cut a, I'll cut open your eyes. There you go, please. I'm How about the fact that open. one of the movies is called Never Been Christed? Yeah. Like, like Christmas, Christmas apostrophe D. Like Christmas. It makes yeah. me want to punch a hole in the wall. Is the guy yeah. named Chris? Is the main guy Chris. named Chris? Well, I mean, it's home for the yes. holidays. BFFs Naomi and Liz reconnect with high school crush Chris Silver. Yeah. A complex love triangle forms, forcing them to take stock of their lives and find the value of friendship. Called it. Yeah, I find the value of fucking getting that D. Yeah, yeah. But there is a party of five reunion. Oh my god! It's like two people. uh, It's not a reunion. Yeah, it's only Lacey Chabert. Well, that's what the article (laughs) says, Holden. Um, That it's only Lacey Chabert and Scott Wolf, but it is a reunion, and it's a Scottish themed holiday movie. Mm. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, I hear hear the whole plot is if you visit me one more time on Christmas, I'm going to cut off my ear. Or a finger, sorry. I'm going to cut off my finger. Oh, yeah. And so it's a whole, but it's apparently an allegory about this. Pulling your finger and like not farting for Christmas. Yeah, yeah, totally. 
It's terrible. But did they you are see? in a tough position because they do. Everyone wants the formula of a Hallmark movie, right? Like it's true that they should try to make things more inclusive and more diverse. Of course, everybody always should, and it's like, and everyone wants the formula. Big city bitch who loves her career mm-hmm. goes back to small town. Right. Is it problematic? Yes, of course. That's what people like about it. And so right. it's so funny to have them be like, this time it's a big city bitch who gets to keep being a big city bitch. You know, yeah. that's yeah. their take on progressivism. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yes, right. And also there's a kid in a wheelchair, which is great. But also you guys are trying. So you can only reinvent the wheel so many times, I think, is there is their problem. Totally. And at some point, the momentum here, you know, the wheels are going to fall off the... The chair. The car. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was thinking a car, but... I hope they don't fall off the chair. They just lobbed that right to me. Anyways, <laughs> I think it's time for That's Right Celebrity Conspiracy. Hit me with the share. Do you, Do you believe it? Did they sabotage Jimmy Fallon? Did they who's do they? Ooh. I'll explain who's Who is they. they. I don't know. There's might be a lot going on uh, politically or whatever when it comes to writing and acting these days. By the or way, is it oh yeah, non-binary to the person. WGA. Yeah, by the way, yes. it's not over yet, though, right? It's not done, right? No, they're just they they're like, no one. Yeah, it's tentative. But seems As like things are moving forward in a positive direction for the side, the right side of history. Yes. Right? Yeah. Not the big mean money bag man. No, apparently like there was a lot of like really great moves. Yes. Like really like it's 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 supposedly very good. So That's so oh, awesome. amazing. Yeah. Sags next, baby. Yeah, Sags yes. next. And the there's a lot going on because I think that the video games just got pulled mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. and the animation contract is up. I voted yes for strike authorization. Yes. I mean, video, yes. Games, video games is such a crime how little video game people get paid. Like, and really? it is so much It's so work. much work. It's, it's so much so work. So much more work than like a normal show because- it's thousands and thousands. I was just doing, oh my God, I forget how much. Steven Merchant in Portal 2, I just did the Portal 2 episode for Wizard and the Bruiser, and it was like thousands of lines of dialogue. Like, really? you had to do for that that game. Oh, yeah. It's so much more than a normal TV project. It's crazy. And as far as I know, like, they don't get residuals. No. It's literally you get paid for your day of work. Yeah. And wow. that's and it's what you not get paid a lot of, for. And it's just no, not a lot of money at all. It's not for how much work it is. Uh, near. And it, wow. which is crazy because, I mean, think about how many homes that's in. How many, so anyways, it's a whole thing. All right, but did they sabotage Jimmy Fallon? Whoa. Did you guys catch my joke? They, maybe one non-binary person sabotaged Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey. MJ. Still got it, MJ. Hey. It was me. Yeah, yeah, it was me. You get your tickets to the last podcast ever dug off. If you want to do some off the cuff, just amazing. I'll Ad-libs. repeat it if I didn't think you heard yeah, it. That's, yeah, what, yeah, I, that's what I'll promise you at the live show. Yeah, you'll do it at the meet and greet afterwards. You'll do yeah, that yeah. line. All right. <laughs> Hi, Holden and MJ and Jackie and everyone. This one comes in from Hannah. First, of, first off, Thank you so much for the Atlanta show. It was super amazing. Well worth misreading the door versus showtime and being the first person standing outside alone like a huge dork. Oh, no. (laughs) I have a conspiracy theory about the whole Jimmy Fallon thing. First off, yeah, no doubt that, like y'all said, being like the guy at these talk shows for a thousand years leads to some ego and uh, attitude issues. And it's no secret that a bunch of people leave SNL with drug and or alcohol problems. So by no means saying this whole thing is just 
top to bottom made up. I'm sure there's been bad days and weird shit. However, I find it mega suspicious that he's been a known name for what, over 20 years at this point and a headline talk show host for almost 15 and the first rumbling of anything other than he drinks a lot and we all know it gets published as a fully fleshed out tell-all within a week of Strike Force 5 podcast launch. The talk shows represented there have some of the largest staffs of any programs currently produced by four of the big boy studios involved in the strike. NBC Universal for Fallon, Myers Disney for uh, Fallon and Myers, Disney for Kimmel, Paramount for Colbert, and Warner Brothers for Oliver. And the whole point is so the, those loads of people can be paid and not be pressured to call off the strike out of sheer financial necessity. So there's huge incentive for the studios to try to totally stop it or at least wreck the listener numbers. Questlove is uh. on Questlove is on the Conan O'Brien podcast around the same time, recorded and scheduled weeks, if not months before, going on and on about how incredible Fallon is to work for and always has been. And Conan fully agreed, double suspicious that all the daytime shows, not just Drew Barrymore, Jennifer Hudson, etc., did too, then announced they were going to cross the picket line and come back literally immediately after that story broke. Strong oh shit, what if they come for me next vibes to me. Genuinely, my guess is that Fallon was the only one of the five late night hosts to uh, who ever had enough semi-rumors to build on, so that's the fuse the studios tried to light. Universal's the one that cut all the trees at their studios down with like two seconds of the strike starting so picketers wouldn't have shade so it's i didn't know that oh yeah, oh, yeah. dude oh yeah it's like the biggest super villain move ever oh yeah so it seems totally plausible that after multiple months that they'd be throwing god knows what out trying to shut it down this is my first self-created conspiracy and i'm very passionate about it love to the whole lpn team hannah that's what a good think? one man that's, that's a, good a good one, one. and that's made that's that, a that good was, one that was hannah's own homegrown. Wow, that's a great one. I honestly think I, 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 think I can believe. agree. Yeah, I know. I mean, the, it's tough because it's it's one of those things where again, it seems like there was some reason to believe that Jimmy Fallon might have. You know, there was reason to believe um, the description of of him and how he ran his workplace. However, all of the evidence that she presented is very convincing oh, yeah. and. I actually totally would not put it past the studios to try to sabotage, you know, the strike force thing. Because right, because that was like of one course. of the big things helping yeah. the strike for sure. I guess I'll say this though: I don't think for certain people Fallon was great to work for. I also don't think any talk show person, like big person. I don't think for some some people on that staff in some iteration that it might not be as bad as Ellen. Allegedly, but right. I think everybody on some level is hard to work, is not fun to work for, who's like all the pressures on them and it's their name and everything, right? Maybe it's not, maybe Questlove has a great time with them, but maybe right. someone over on the writing end doesn't, yeah. right? And I totally. think that, that is just a blanket situation for like any one of these because yeah. it's just, totally. there's so much pressure, and of course there's so should- much ego, it's just inevitable. Right, right. And of course you can't you can't necessarily you can't just go off vibes, right? You have to right. go off evidence. Right. Right. Totally. So anyways. Wow, what a good one. Thank you, Whoa. Anna. That's right. I love That's a, a conspiracy one. too where like the person like like the best conspiracies are the ones where it feels like very powerful, shady organizations are behind yeah. them. And that's what this is, which is the best. Yeah. Don't trust them. Yeah, but also I'm sure Jimmy Fallon's like a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Again, the vibes, it checks out. Yeah, yeah probably. Vibes. Probably. Well, yeah, I guess it, we all believe, so I guess it's time for the list. Oh, oh! 
Who's on the list? JD! Gotta have that list. Props and costumes that physically injured actors. Yes. Oh, God. Good list. Um, I actually, uh, Holden was bringing up that scene in Clockwork Orange. That scene, when Malcolm McDowell's eyes are propped open during the brainwashing sequence of A Clockwork Orange, his cornea got scratched badly enough that he temporarily lost his sight in one eye. Oh, my God. I mean, I fucking believe it. I mean, it's crazy that that was practically done. Yeah. The way it was. I wouldn't want that. I don't. I don't want those middle pieces that close, like gripping on my eyeballs. So scary. Yeah. Legitimately yeah. terrifying. We've talked about this before. When like people think like, oh, actors' jobs are just so cushy. And I'm not saying that. Like, don't get me wrong. In comparison to many, many jobs, they definitely are. But also, oftentimes, you know, not only actors, but like stunt performers and pe- like people on set that are like that are asked to do very dangerous things and I'm not that I'm not saying that they're not prepared for but some people aren't and it like sometimes you just got to get the fucking shot and that's how it goes Right. Also, also, how fucking weird is it that I brought up that one random scene <laughs> from that one random movie earlier in this episode and it's on the list? It's on the list. That's yeah. fucking, I haven't thought about that scene at all uh, in years. So that's weird. Anyways, yeah. go on. <laughs> Maybe you need to watch it. Yeah, sure. I'll rewatch it for the millionth time. Yeah. Come on. I was one of those college kids. I've had that movie memorized. In Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, Viggo Mortensen swung a kick at a helmet on the ground, assuming it was a rubber prop. It was, in fact, steel, and he broke his toe. I really hate the line after this that says, the toe hours more life. <laughs> also, if you were at all a fan of those movies, you know this one factoid. This is like the most, because they kept the shot in the movie. So yes. it's one of my favorites. So yeah, if you have the, especially if you have the extended uh, Lord of the Rings with the extra feature DVDs, they like cover that whole thing. But yes, he he definitely they kept the shot. They kept it. It in. is very relatable, you know, like when you kick, you want to like kick something in a huff and then you hurt yourself. And you hurt yourself. Mm-hmm. It's the bad. Yeah, it's just the and ultimate. You get even more angry. Ugh. <laughs> And this probably made him very upset. In uh, when he was portraying the darkness in Legend, Tim Curry went through lengthy processes to both apply and remove his nightmarish makeup. One day he got impatient and ripped it off, tearing his skin so badly he couldn't be filmed for a week. That is a That's nightmare. That's why you take it off slowly, Tim Curry. You know better than that. But again, to your point, Jackie, like that, like acting is a cushy job or whatever. Like, yes, it is for the people who are lucky enough to like make it millions and all of that. But yeah, for but a lot many of people, people don't. Many people don't. They're working actors their whole lives and they never like reach total financial stability. And also, even for the ones who make millions, yeah, a lot of that, it's labor, you know, it's still labor. And a lot of it is at really serious risk long to yourself. Long days, very, yeah. very long days too. And you can get really fucking hurt, you know? Well, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's Mr. Freeze is a be- is the best thing about Batman and Robin, according to this list. But one element of the costume fucked him up. Batteries from LEDs oh. fitted behind his teeth leaked, burning the oh. inside of his mouth. Ah. The goggles, they do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Why are they uh, putting batteries in his mouth? Good Lord. Ah. What does he say? Freeze you later. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I still <laughs> meet, meet you. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> 
puns. It's so long. We rewatched it not that long ago, and you forget how long it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the problem long. with it. I, it would. I think it would actually be a really big like cult classic at this point if it wasn't for the sheer length of it. And um, I also just feel like. All the bad guys are working so good in this movie. They're all leaning into the camp, but all of the protagonists are just cardboard. Yes. They don't get that they're in a campy movie. They're playing completely piss poor. But like Uma Thurman crushes as Poison Ivy, I think. Yes. She's so She's fun. amazing. All of her choices are crazy and fun and fun to watch so if only Clooney and the guy who played Rob and Alicia Silverstone understood the movie they were in and had fun with uh-huh. it and it was about a half an hour shorter it would it actually be like beloved well. in hindsight I think yeah. wow maybe I gotta watch Batman and Robin again you, honestly it's kinda it's, it's fun it's fun yeah yeah it's kind of fun to rewatch again too long but whatever. Especially if you watch it the way it seems parents watch things. You'll just watch it in chunks. Just yes. don't watch the last chunk. Yep. Yeah. Doesn't matter how totally. long it is to yeah. me. It'll take me four days no matter what. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Man, totally. I remember this version of Popeye. I loved the Robin oh Williams God. version of Popeye. Yeah. And Robin Williams apparently took a can of spinach to the head while filming. And uh, although the vegetable gave the titular Sailor Man super strength, it gave Williams a gash requiring several stitches. Well, the classic Damn. story of this Popeye movie is this was the most like drug-fueled, crazy party film set atmosphere like the everyone was just blasting fucking lines Fuck yes. like the Mario Brothers movie right well, well they were hammered Mario Brothers movie was different uh. because Mario Brothers movie they like realized they were in a bad movie and just started uh-huh. getting like morning wasted like started just drinking like <laughs> vodka in the morning like they were like fuck it and they injured themselves because of that this movie was a little different I think they all felt they were making a good movie which people do love this Popeye movie it's very weird it's very I forget the director but it's a very good director and uh, but a Apparently, like, it was because they were all, like, on this weird set that was, like, an island or something. I mean, they were just fucking getting wasted. Hell yeah. (laughs) Well, poor C-3PO. In the first day of shooting the first Star Wars, Anthony Daniels' costume shattered and a shard stabbed him through the foot. He said he was also frequently mistaken for a prop and manhandled. (laughs) Oh, my God. I would be so annoyed if people tried to just start, start moving my body. Like, stop touching me. Stop uh, touching Gary, me. Gary, I'll get on this set in just a second to give you a hand. First, I got to fuck this robot prop. <laughs> Wait, please don't. Uh, the, well, I'm a man. They got a talking one. That's a man. I can't believe what technology is. George <laughs> Lucas is a master and just starts fucking that robot. This is really insane. While shooting Raiders of the Lost Ark, Harrison Ford's hat fell off so many times that he ended up stapling it to his head. An unorthodox move that he still has scars from over four decades later. Harrison, there must be a better way. There must be a better way. That's like circus freak. Yes. I just love the idea of like in certain shots you just see like blood trickling from under his hat. <laughs> Stapling it to his head. God, what a madman. And last but not least, speaking of stunt performers, shooting Cyborg, Jean-Claude Van Damme accidentally struck stunt performer Jackson Rock Pinkney in the eye with a prop knife. 
Pinckney lost his eye and sued Van Damme, eventually being awarded $487,500. Man, that is not enough for a lost, lost eye. Good eyeball. lord, half a mil. Yeah, it's not enough. That is not enough. Damn, but Good boy, lord. did I want to kiss Jean-Claude Van Damme when I was young. All right, please. He I cheated on his it. wife with Kylie Minogue when he was filming uh, the Street Fighter movie. That's my favorite fact about doing that episode <laughs> that I learned. Uh, and it was the he said it was the worst, deepest depths of his addiction during oh, that time. And he got clean uh, but yeah, Kylie Minogue oh. played Cammy, and she's fun. You know what I mean? And he <laughs> banged her. And she not anyways. So he cheated on his wife. All right. Hot facts. Hot facts. That is a hot fact. No, wait, it's back to me. It's back to you. I can't see. I think I'm going blind. Blind. Items. Oh, we we can't can't see them. This one named permanent A-list singer who has acted and would love an Oscar isn't letting her husband travel with her right now because she's hooking up with one of her bodyguards. Beyonce. Yes. (gasps) Good for her, Lemonade. Yeah, Lemonade. Oh, Get you yeah. drink your lemonade, Get Jay-Z. your lemonade, oh, yeah. Beyonce. Except for it's not lemonade, is it, Jay-Z? It's piss. <laughs> it's piss water. In my head, I see this like an Eleanor Roosevelt-type situation where everybody knows she bangs the bodyguard, but like nobody brings it up. Is yeah, that an Eleanor Roosevelt situation? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Eleanor Roosevelt banged her bodyguard and like she was so in love with him, but also had like many ladies on the side, too. I was going to say, I thought, she was, I thought she was for the ladies. To be fair, his Both. name was Rick Suck. So, yeah, Rick Suck. Uh, so, if you named that, oh, this is big football, man. All right. <laughs> You'll know this one, but we didn't get a chance to talk about it. So, I'm including it because I scrambled to get a replacement blind. And I don't like the other blind. Very subtle to aim your phone in such a way to make sure the photographer catches your home screen and the love and the love the meme actor has for you. You know what though? You aren't on his home screen. Hey, Tay, chicka pie. Hey, Tay in the wind. All the blinds are like are like Timothy, Tay, Nay. Don't give a fuck about Kyle. Honestly, so think, I didn't oh even God, realize they PR were still move? together. I thought that oh, they yeah, had already together. broken up. It's, I know. Oh, I thought no. I already saw blind. They broke up, but I guess they are. I think it's just it's all. I feel like everything with the fucking Kardashian Jenner camp is they're all is all full of shit. But but uh, you know, I think it's it's totally like everything they do is a move, right? Everything. Could you imagine living like that? No. Everything you do is a move. Is I a can't statement. It. No. Is a move. I make statements all the time on stream or something like that that are are useless. You yeah. Know what I mean, Free I'm like, oh, I'm, you know, yeah, I'm knee boy or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> I say something that's just so dumb and annoying that people want to throw up. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody's always puking when they're watching your Twitch streams. But yeah, it's crazy how much people puke when they watch me. Check me out. Twitch to you. Hold it. All right. Uh, what do you think though? Do you think their relationships? Do you think he's like into it? Or I mean, he was like cozying up at the Yonce show. Who's cheating with her body? They were sucking face. They've been sucking face in a lot of place. So I say good for them. And if it is a PR move, hopefully they're having fun. Yeah, also good for them. Yeah, I don't, it's fine. I don't mind PR moves anymore. You know, and what, I don't know do whether it's. I think that the the mismatch is that he seems to be like cultivated image of himself as like a really interesting person and she kind of doesn't and I think that's the mismatch right she's just kind of like seems kind of like a beautiful (laughs) I feel so sexist saying this but she's just kind of like a beautiful shell right like we don't really know who's inside of her she's she's like a vape pen 
You know what I mean? Right? If you were to liken her to something. Yeah. I, I don't know where you're going with that, but I just I just, just don't know who just, Kylie is, you know. It just lights up. It just sort of it fills the room with just Literally a picture just came out of Kylie Jenner holds Timothée Chalamet's finger outside singer Rosalia's birthday party in Paris. She was holding his finger. <laughs> she's a vape pen. Oh my god. And she's bubblegum flavored vape pen. Maybe I'm so wrong and maybe she has so much depth and I'm being a real prick over here and I apologize. Well, speaking of pricks. Real depth, MJ. She has depth. Vapor, my friend. <laughs> speaking of speaking of pricks, this former A-list teen star would not stop yelling and screaming at his DJ backstage at a concert this weekend. He also told her that she was even worse in bed than it is a DJ, which he didn't think possible. Whoa. He would love to, um, he was funny on stage many years ago. He had his music act, but he's not a music, he shouldn't be doing music, but he does it anyways. A former child star. He would, uh, he had ladies as his backing group and they would be dressed as angels. Oh, Corey Feldman. Yes. Riot Fest. I just watched Lost Boys last night. Wow, why'd you Whoa, go on you Lost think? Boys? Because uh, I haven't, there's a lot of movies that I haven't seen and it's spooky season and I was like. How about that, how about that saxophone guy came out, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you like it? Was Did you like it? Yeah, I loved it. It was like, I, I, I was saying to Gideon, I was like, I feel like a lot of the 80s movies I've seen are like, yeah, it's the 80s. And like Lost Boys is like, oh, it's the 80s. You know, oh, I like yeah. like I like dark, oh, gritty yeah, 80s. Broody. It yeah. is broody. Broody, so broody. broody. Kiefer but Sutherland. How, how right am I about how those boys dress and why they are on our list or in the they are on the list during the live show? I know, and also apparently the guy who plays uh, like the main character, Michael, I think is his name, is the grandson of Jackie Gleason. Whoa. And so I was like, at one point, he was standing next to Kiefer Sutherland, and I was like, "You're telling me that I'm looking at the son of Donald Sutherland and the grandson of Jackie Gleason in the Lost Nepo Boys? Babies." Nepo babies. It began quite some time ago. Absolutely. Uh, Well, there you go. I can see again. And you just remind me, we got Spooky Month. Hey, I'm so ready. I'm so ready for the fall. I've been looking forward to this. I'm so ready for, I'm ready for scares. I'm ready for uh, uh, frights. And also, yeah, I'm ready man. for Winnie to like experience Halloween kind of on the more on the real a little bit more. And she's we've already been talking about what we're gonna dress as. I think we might be Kid Halloween we'll be is the really moon fun. I love or a dragon. I don't know what we're gonna do. She told so me she wanted to be an octopus. <laughs> yeah, she might be an octopus. I was gonna say, be prepared, Holden, that she's change gonna it. change yeah. her mind fifteen I'm times. Ready. And so you gotta, you know, you might want to. It's tough. You want to get this, but the, the thing costume is, early, but also there's gonna be a lot of last the minute thing changes. Is, I'm all about when he being an octopus, dude. That's gonna be sick as <laughs> hell, dude. She wants to be an octopus. I'm very excited. Uh, so, anyways, it's time yeah. for it's time for fucking scary month, man. Bring it oh on! Oh my god, yeah, she man. also called me. She to get my attention. She went Jackie, and I was like. <gasps> She knows who I am. Yeah, apparently, yeah. Like she yeah. said, she's really warming up to you at the yeah. party. 
party this yeah. past time, which is she awesome. She called me Jackie. It which was is like, awesome. I think it's the talks. She did say she was like, yeah, finally she like got the, you know what I mean? She was like, it's the Botox. I like yeah. that smooth one. Yeah, how smooth yeah. she is. She and how like interested she is in, yeah. in what I and have what to you say. Have to say. <laughs> yeah. It really, oh, I love not having to move my face anymore. <laughs> and that is our show for you guys. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us this week. And if you want to hang out with us in person, don't forget, get your tickets, lastpodcastnetwork.com. It's our last run for a while of Release the Butthole Cut Tour. And we are going out with multiple bangs, 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 bangs. Um, and my name is Jackie Zabrowski. You can follow me on Instagram at Jack the Worm. Holden. Twitch.tv forward slash Holtonators Ho. This week we are back to our normal schedule. We are out of town for that one tour run. But besides that, it is the normal ass schedule until ye ol' Christmas time. So so check us out. I'm streaming Monday, Tuesday, uh, Wednesday, Friday. Jag with the Holdies on Friday. Always a great time. Uh, it's 6 p.m. ET. It is the reason for the season. Uh, and I'm so ready to be doing jacking again on the regular. It is such a fucking awesome stream. And we'd love to see you guys there. Twitch.tv forward slash Holdenators Ho. Please write in with your celebrity conspiracies to page7podcast at gmail.com. And last but not least, patreon.com forward slash page7podcast. Weekly bonus episodes. We got a lot of new people coming in because I think people are really thrilled with the type of extra bonus content. I've gotten messages saying I'm I'm a patron of many podcasts and this this is the number one in terms of bringing a shitload of extra content every single month. Weekly bonus episodes for $5 uh, and for $10 a month you can join us for our Jersey Shore watch-alongs on our Discord. So check us out. Patreon.com forward slash page 7 podcast. MJ? My name is MJ, and I'm MJKLCat on Instagram. Let's sing the song! Shout! Shout! Let it all out! These are the emails that you wrote it about! Come on! We're gonna gonna read them to you! Come on! Thank you so much for your shout-outs. And you can send in your own shout-outs to page7podcast at gmail.com. That is page7podcast at gmail.com. You can send us whatever the heck you'd like. If you've got blinds, you got lists that you want me to see. If you're just, you know, sending in pictures of your guinea pigs. Don't even get me started, Ariel. I love hot dogs so much. Um, I want to see them all. So please send in your emails to page7podcast at gmail.com. Email.com. It puts a smile on my face. And not only do hot dogs and pictures of guinea pigs named hot dog put a smile on my face, but so does Nancy. Nancy writes in, I would love to give a 30th birthday shout out to my dear friend, Brenda. You're a fine girl. What a good wife you will be. I can't speak for you, Brandy, but maybe, you know, you're not just from the song. Not only is she turning 30, but she also recently got engaged congratulations brandy and i met on tumblr back in 2011 and even though we've never gotten the chance to meet in person we talk every day and brandy has been a big sister figure to me she introduced me to page seven in 2017 and i'm very thankful for that because this podcast and this community have brought me so much joy brandy is one of the most amazing people in the world and i'm very happy to see her go into a new decade and chat in her life. I love you, Brandy. And so much love goes out to you too, Nancy. Oh, my kisses to you both and happy birthday, Brandy.
I've also got a shout out going out to Jay and everything that you guys are going through. Oh my God, I'm sending so much love to you both. Jay says, April 8th has always been a shit date for me and my friend JJ. Her brother drowned in the local lake when we were in the eighth grade. So together all these years, we uncelebrated April 8th. This year was way different. I woke up at 7 a.m. to 40 missed calls and numerous texts. JJ's dude got drunk and assaulted her for the last time because luckily she called 911. The sheriff got most of the altercation on body camera, but two days later she found out she was pregnant. She pressed charges, got a lawyer, got a divorce, which is final on October 3rd, and has made pregnancy her bitch. Tomorrow we go to court, hopefully for the last time. I was just asked to testify something I've never done. I'm nervous for her and myself, but getting her story out there and him out of her life will be worth it. By the time you read this, it will all be behind us and we can focus on her remaining 12 weeks of pregnancy. Congratulations, JJ. Jay says, she's my baby bird. She's been with me through it all. We've had some breakups along the way, but we always find our way back to each other. I'll be forever grateful for that, even though I find it baffling as fuck sometimes. Thanks for reading. Love, Jay. And so much love goes out to you both. Thank you so much for sharing this story. And congratulations. It's so hard to do that and to take care of yourself. And you're fucking doing it, Jay. Jay, so much love goes out to you. And last but not least, we've got a shout out going out to Liz. Thank you so much for your gush, Liz. Liz says, my shout out is for me. I left my terrible job a little over a year ago to pursue a life as a creative. I've been avoid saying it, but since this is a safe space, I'm going to admit it for the first time to anyone. I want to be an influencer. As I typed that, my heart went cold and my body went rigid with shame. No shame in it, Liz. I understand. Every time I admit it, I feel so ashamed, but I want to influence people to be more kind and more positive. I want to influence people to show them that you can be a reformed grouch. You can change and be kinder to yourself and to the people around you. You can change your relationship with your body and how you think about yourself. You can change how you speak to you. The great news is I've been able to launch my Instagram and TikTok pages at Liz Laugh Love NYC, as well as my podcast Mugful of Mimosas with Liz. The bad news is that no one seems to care. The constant stream of rejection coupled with the progression and worsening of my multiple sclerosis has flung me into a deep depression that has been hard to deal with. The shout out here is that unlike the past, I refuse to give up this time. In the past, I'd normally throw in the towel and chalk this up to another spectacular failure and proceed to berate myself endlessly about how not good I am. But not this time. Something feels different about this time. Something tells me that someone out there needs to hear what I have to say. So I'm putting on my big girl panties and letting the Page 7 listeners know that if you want to hear what a reformed grouch sounds like, come find me on TikTok or Instagram at LizLaughLoveNYC or take a listen to my podcast, Mugful of Mimosas with Liz. I'm usually making one of my Blue Apron meal kit meals, sharing Wellness Wednesday hacks, touring the world with Travel Thursday posts, or showing off one of the workouts that helped me lose 100 pounds naturally for Fitness Fridays. Realistically, what most people come find me for is at Shiba Mochi Katsu, my standoffish and anxious 
anxious Shiba Inu dog, translation cat. Feel free to follow that Instagram page too if you're into seeing dogs ignore humans. Thank you so much, Liz, for writing in. And again, check out if you've got time, Mugful of Mimosas with Liz or give them a follow at Liz Laugh Love NYC. Thanks so much for writing in and congratulations on starting a new show. I know it's difficult, but just keep on chugging, Liz. So much love goes out to you and so much love out to everybody that writes in. I love you guys so much and I really appreciate you taking the time to reach out and connect with us. It always makes my heart swollen and throbbing. Oh my God, Jackie, this is an Ice Planet Barbarians. Y'all have a beautiful week and we will be back next week and I can't wait. Bye, everybody. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.